0: Jessup Jong knows all the facts He has no missed list This podcast is your place For breaking news and hot takes It's the only way to wake up What's up with Jessup? Hello Today I'm just going to talk about things that I'm going through, um, the things I'm working on Uh, and this episode will have not a single focus but I might be rambling on. So the first thing I was thinking about is patience Um, so I got a pet yeah I got a pet and um, it's uh, requiring a lot of patience because you always have to be on high alert to make sure the pet isn't uh, unhealthy and things like that. You know, I did it for selfish reasons, which is um, you know I felt like it would be better for a person's mental well-being to take care of something um, other than yourself because that really takes your mind out of yourself and and to others. And so I thought that pet, having a pet, would be a good way to really. Calm yourself down and try to work on something greater than yourself. So that's what I started. Um, and I have a pet, um, but it's uh, requiring a lot of attention. Um, yeah. So I'm just uh, exhausted um, because, you know, I can't sleep as well. Um, I'm, I have to get up uh, in the mornings or in between at night. Um, And try to take care of the pet, you know, feed it, give it water, um, make sure it's not going sick, things like that. Um, So that's what's happening to me, and I think I learned a lot about patients mostly because I'm sleep deprived. I tried to take as many naps as possible, but I'm still kind of uh, tired. So I'm getting a lot of exercise in and things like that, but it's really, it, by taking care of another living thing, I think uh, helps you refocus and realize that you should take care of yourself as well. So it really emphasizes the fact that you, know, you have to put in effort into yourself so that you can keep yourself uh, well and healthy at the same time I'm learning a lot of patience which means um, you know people there's a lot of expectations you can draw up contracts uh, people are somewhat in a professional relationship uh, whenever I'm doing work uh, people are very on time um, somewhat competent and things like that and that is completely out the window when you're when you have a pet because that's just an animal um, and that animal is just trying to live, um, and so it doesn't know your business practices, you know, uh, your expectations, any of that. And so, whenever you get frustrated with a human relationship, it's easy to just say, Okay, that's just not good business practice. I'm going to end this business relationship because you've uh, violated this contract, etc. etc. You had this promise, uh, but you did not keep it, blah blah blah. Uh, it's easy to do that uh, especially during quarantine um, you know it's easy to end relationships because you won't be uh, seeing that person again and I've seen a lot of my friends do that as well to their closest people um, but that's not the case with a pet because a pet is almost like a child um, you can't just abandon your child um, just because uh, it doesn't do what you expected it to do um, so that's what I'm learning uh, more about patience uh, and learning to let go a little bit of your expectations because you know uh, that's just really it's just reality and um, it takes patience to try to um, you know get used to the pet earn the pets trust and things like that that takes all time it just doesn't happen overnight Um, that might be the case for work that might be the case for homework um, mathematics things like that you do enough uh, practice you can make things happen pretty quickly um whereas that's not really the case for other um, living beings organisms Uh, so i'm starting to learn that uh, letting go accepting the reality as it is and being okay with it because you know you might think oh it's now smelling around the house and things like that you know Um, and you can get frustrated about it but you know being frustrated doesn't really help anything Um, being tired exhausted doesn't really change the fact that this event will happen so what do you do in response? Yep, there you heard it, so um, it was a spoiler alert, um, but yeah, I did get a dog, um, it's definitely a big commitment, um, but yeah, I was trying to keep it um, mysterious, but um, that did not work out, um, I am with my dog right now, and you know, all of this just kind of, kind of, uh, Teaches you a lot of things because part of the thing I was working on is this, which is uh, barking less. Um, But you know, this dog is you know conditioned to bark. Um, It is in its natural uh, gene and tendency to do so, and you know I just have to train the dog, and, and it takes time. Dog to stop barking. So I'm trying to learn that you know it's gonna take time. Uh, What are the steps I can do today to improve the situation? Not solve the problem completely because that's impossible. Yep, and she is barking again. Um, But um, my question is you know, what are the steps you are taking right now proactively that can change it? Uh, And being able to say, I am patient. Um, It is okay if this doesn't happen overnight because it's very unlikely it will. And um, letting go of your expectations because there's really no timeline for you to feel better uh, mentally. And the same way uh, really happens for your pets and other living things. And so um, what you learn from others, if you can apply to yourself, um, people often say, you know, if you can take care half as much as you take care of your pet if you take care of yourself that much uh, or at least half of that then you would be quite healthy and that's quite true right um, so that's uh something that's interesting to think about when you say you know you people take care of their pets really well um, they take them to the vet etc etc but really What you should be learning is you know um, yes dogs are important but you are more important Uh, there's no question because by taking care of yourself you will be able to take care of others better and that's what I am learning uh, because when I'm exhausted um, I cannot take care of my uh, dog all the time I can't be on high alert all the time so um, you know developing a system where you are not exhausted all the time is actually in your favor it's not uh, something that is always uh, against the interests of a significant other or your pet so um, you know a lot of people talk about crate training and things like that it might seem cool to say you know go to your room to your child and say you know this is time out, you know or you know learning discipline um, it's that's the, pretty much the same thing, right? Training, discipline, um, and there is a lot of uh, negative connotation with the word discipline and training and things like that. It's easy to think that you know you're being cruel, you're you're pretty much abusing your child, you're abusing your pet. <sighs> but um, the alternative, if you consider the alternative, the alternative is worse. than no not doing that, uh, which is no discipline, Uh, letting your pet go free, letting your child be free uh, completely, uh, which is, you know, then the child would not get any education, would not know all the social customs, things like that, so um, having a balance between those two is obviously the better answer, right, you don't want complete uh, authoritarian rule, uh, or, you know, a tight ship too tight that uh, the, the animal gets stressed out and things like that you don't want that for yourself you don't want that for uh, the other person or pet as well so I'm learning a lot of things um, and, and it's really important to know that you know training and, and discipline is not that bad of a word as well I was uh, talking to a few pet owners and uh, they were telling me my dog can benefit from more discipline and and it's true I've pretty much spoiled the dog um, and it's coming to bite back so that's the reason why I'm saying you know it is quite important to think about discipline mostly because it comes back to bite you Um, having no discipline is a discipline in itself you are training the dog to be unruly and so you will have to pay for that uh, in the long run, and so uh, a, a pet owner were, was telling me, you know, you, when the dog barks, you have to, you know, uh, hide the um, eyesight of the dog so that you can uh, be in control and so that uh, you can let the communicate to the dog that it's not okay to do that behavior. Obviously, I have much to learn, um, but it's still uh, fascinating to to learn the fact that you know you can you can train another living organism to do that so it's it is quite fascinating Um, but while you do it you know that's just so much work right because you're like uh, if you have a child um, or a pet you're also doing work you also have a relationship you might be keeping up with you might have friends that you have to keep up with your parents that you're keeping in touch Um, so many things that are going on in your life you have responsibilities you have duties so and you want to also take time for yourself to make sure that you're well rested um, having relaxing experiences as well so Part of this is that, you know, you've got to be able to learn how to work on these things and, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You will be fine. Um, it just takes time, that's all. It's fascinating because if you get frustrated uh, from, you know, something not happening right away, you're actually losing because, you know, by being frustrated, you don't really accomplish much. Uh, In fact, you're probably worsening your odds of uh, achieving what you want to achieve. Uh, It's counterproductive to be frustrated because... Your morale is going down, right? So it's actually important if you want to achieve whatever you want to achieve, not to want it too badly. Um, that might be counterintuitive because you're saying, you know, by definition, if you want something done, um, you want it bad. Um, but not taking it too seriously um, and not being too frustrated is actually essential in you keeping up a sense of productivity. And, yeah. So, it's uh, interesting. Think about your emotional reactions from the perspective of productivity. And the real outcomes of that. Because, you know, there's a reason why people say that was an emotional reaction. Mostly because do not serve a purpose they might have a reason why um, and they might have served a purpose in other situations other contexts but it's saying that it's an emotional uh, reaction mostly because it does not serve a purpose if it did it would be called heuretics or uh, sure what is it intuition you know, acting upon intuition sometimes it does work, right? Uh, where your natural inclinations uh, also align with the most rational and uh, preferable action you should take at that context. Um, but uh, in other cases, when you are saying that you are acting emotionally, um, they are not the most optimal decisions you can make. In reaction to that, then. What is the alternative, right? Uh, You can either get frustrated or you can say, you can talk to yourself and and think about it in a different way. If you were supposed to be frustrated with a a failure, then you can say, what can you learn out of that? Um, And uh, focus, if it's just something that you have to be persistent in Um, you can just focus on different things right Um, anxiety begets anxiety Um, it's almost like um, the poor becomes more poor the rich becomes more rich those kinds of uh, phrases and proverbs it's kind of similar like that in the sense that um, if you're anxious about something if you're frustrated about something and you are frustrated about that frustration then you become more frustrated as a consequence so there is a vicious cycle that begets its uh, own emotional response and therefore intensifies it uh, by your brain working in overdrive and so in order to stop that you can try to change your focus and one way to change the focus is a focus less on the negative and rather on the positive because even in a traumatic experience even in the worst experiences that you can go through there are Always positives. Uh, If you've read the *Man's Search for Meaning* book by Viktor Frankl, um, you could be aware that you know even uh, you know concentration camp prisoners uh, have something positive to write about. And so this is Viktor Frankl. uh, He's a psychologist, Jewish psychologist, who was incarcerated in the political prison camp called uh, for concentration camps. uh, by Nazis, but he uh, you know writes about his psychological uh, well-being and, and condition during his incarceration. Easy to really, if you read this story, it's easy to understand that you know, even in the worst imaginable situations, there are people who find hope, um, there are people who find good in the rubble of destruction, um, and you know, m- the majority do not have hope, um, but there are a few who do, and that gives you hope right uh, when you listen, hear about these people having hope you in turn get hope so it's it's also a, a good cycle um, where hope begets hope and by learning about these experiences you learn to also look at the good signs and um, in the book it actually describes situations where people when people get frustrated and then uh, decide to give up uh, that is actually when their soul breaks, as to say, or proud to say, and um, those are the kinds of people who give up and actually die. Um, it's not really about whether a person is more fit, um, athletic, or or has a lot more nutrients stored in their body. It's not about that, um, at least in this description, it's more about whether their soul has been uh, dejected enough, or whether they have a small amount of hope left in them, and so, you know, there are people, so even in prison camps, there are, you know, Currencies such as uh, cigarettes that you would use to try to earn more um, nutrients and food and and ways to survive Uh, there are those who give up uh, who are frustrated who are dejected and and they decide to just uh, use that cigarette to to smoke uh, rather than eat Um, that is when you know that that prisoner has given up on life um, they have no will to live um, and uh, the descriptions say that you know uh, people like that who uh, are dejected um, and, and give up they rarely get their um, liveliness uh, back they rarely get their hope back up uh, to survive in fact it, once you see uh, someone like that in a work camp Um, smoking a cigarette you know that will be the last time you'll be seeing that person and so that's quite dramatic um, but it's interesting to think about uh, in the sense that uh, it's all about your mindset Uh, even in the depths of despair in a concentration camp uh, you can decide to continue on uh, although it is uh, full of suffering um, try to look for the good or um, you can decide to give up, in which case you will die. Um, and in often cases, you know, uh, that might be the better option for a lot of people. It might seem like the better part, uh, option when it is so slim that the possibility that you will survive. Um, but the lessons I've gained from this uh, book, Man's Search for Meaning, is that uh, you, know, you should not give up and that your mindset is that important and so being able to set up that kind of mindset and saying that you know my mindset is a life of or death situation are you actively going to decide that you will give up on your life on your career on your productivity Uh, because that will be your last words that will become Words like a prophet, where it, it, it is a self fulfilling destiny, and so um, you know, making sure that you tell yourself the right things uh, and set yourself up for success is quite important in everything because your mindset really determines your mood, your mindset determines your behavior, uh, your mindset determines. turn what happens in life to you or what you do in life so um, I hope this is a food for thought I thought that was very interesting and useful Um, and I'll see you next time Uh, if you liked what I said today if this resonates with you if this has helped your mindset uh, please give a rating on podcast or uh, let me know in the comments or an email. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked it, don't be too greedy. Share. Share with other people so that other people can learn from the same information that you do so share this I also have two books out um, especially the uh, book on Amazon you can search my name Jessup Jong, on Amazon and you will find the book human suffering the Kindle version is out and the paperback will be out soon it is uh, delivered to all regions and locations so if you're interested um, let me know and and you can buy the book If you've bought the book and you're a fan of the podcast, uh, please feel free to send me a message of what you thought about the book and I'll feature your question or comment on the podcast. So share the podcast and buy the book. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time.